0: This is what I've been saying, the three L's. Listen, learn, and lead. The advisors to do that are the advisors that are going to win. The value of bespoke advice has never been higher. You're listening to Coindesk's On Purpose with OnRamp CEO Tyrone Ross, a licensed investment advisor and powerful storyteller. Tyrone has a passion for digital assets and their ability to disrupt our current way of life. This show is for advisors, by advisors. Advise on purpose in the arising realm of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And now, Tyrone Ross. Welcome back to another episode of the On Purpose podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Ross, CEO and co-founder of OnRamp Invest, and satellite member of the Coindesk family. Sorry to leave y'all hanging. There's been so many things happening, but we are back. Welcome, everybody, to the fall. This will be my first fall uh, on the West Coast. I am in San Diego now, have relocated, out here with the OnRamp family where our headquarters are. But thank you all for tuning in. So many things to get to. Let me start off right now by saying, if you haven't already, Sign up to attend the Bitcoin for Advisors conference that is taking place October 6th, New York City, me, Coindesk, a whole of host of your RIA favorites to discuss all things crypto assets for financial advisors. Myself and Michael Kitsies will be opening up the conference. Him and I, the pros and cons of crypto assets for financial advisors. Tune in that is going to be special. So let's jump right in. Why are we here? There's been so many things happening and the beautiful thing about crypto right now is you can bring up any topic and it gives you so much fodder to be able to discuss what it means to financial advisors. And one of the things that is all the rage right now is decentralized finance or DeFi. And what I want to do here. Is really address it from this angle as it pertains to registered investment advisors. And as we all know, it is a very low rate environment. Um, I believe right now it's Schwab, you're getting 0.03% on client cash if you custody there. Don't know what it is at Fidelity, but I venture to believe it's not that much higher. Also believe that one of the money market funds that fidelity has that they actually closed wasn't accepting no more cash into it so one of the things that is really important to look at here is a couple of things right there's a lot of inflection points and a few years ago and i actually posted these in our slack channel i was posting about stable coins and this is when MakerDAO dow was all the rage right when stable coins came to the fore On Ramp, we call them crypto dollars, but that's a podcast for another day. So stable coins come into play. And I remember tweeting to financial advisors that, hey, guys and girls, this is going to be our money market account at some point. This will end up being the pool of money that your client's assets will sit in when you rotate their portfolio out of Bitcoin or out of ETH or out of, you know, whatever special coin or token that they're holding, this is going to end up being our money market. And of course, I was incredibly early, so people thought I was nuts. It was one of those things that created for a lot of banter on Twitter about looking at these as, again, CDs, crypto dollars, but also like digital certificates of deposits, if you will, right? The client's cash just sat there. And you had the ICO boom, this was coming out of that. And then now you have the NFT boom and DeFi and all these other projects popping up and all the institutional interest in DeFi, DeFi funds and so on and so forth. But I wanna keep it right on the advisor, right? So let's talk about these inflection points. So as we sit here and talk right now, there is roughly $1 trillion uh, or so RA managed client cash just sitting, getting meager yields. And that is incredibly meaningful. And I was talking to an advisor, said, Tyrone, the best I can do is get 20 basis points on a high yield mutual fund for my clients. It's very frustrating. And the advisor goes on to say that they have money at BlockFi and some mention at Abra and so on and so forth. That is a problem. So the advisors themselves are getting meaningful yield in the DeFi space. But yet they are hamstrung on what they can do for clients. That sounds like a regulatory issue and truly not being a fiduciary. And this lens, if you look at the yields across the space and if you look at, you know, a lot of advisors that use MyMax or a few other things that are out there to try and maximize what they can do for clients you still aren't even coming close to what's available in DeFi. Now, I know right now if you're an advisor and you're listening, you're like, Tyrone, counterparty risk, technological risk, right? If you're really down a rabbit hole, smart contract risk. How are they getting these returns? How are they able to get 4, 5, 20, 25, 40%, 400%? This is not what this is about right now. I'm going to bring my colleague, uh, Chief Investment innovation officer, Akeen Sawyer on to talk about that for you. And we can get into the weeds here of how they're getting this yield. And I agree. And that was one of the things personally, I tell you a personal story. Shout out to Zach Prince and BlockFi. When they were a really small company, I had clients asking me about BlockFi and I actually went to visit Zach. I was like, talk to me. How are you getting these yields? Like, how are you doing it? And right now, right, shout out to my Gemini family and their earn product and Prime Trust and others that have yield. But the conversation always remains the same. We have to educate advisors on how this yield is being gotten. We have to be transparent with them so they can be transparent with clients and they feel comfortable putting it in front of clients because they may be taking the risk themselves, right? And I saw an article yesterday that now a lot of asset managers are going out on the, on the risk curve there and looking at some. You know, speculative debt um, of public companies now just because, again, they're looking for some meaningful yield. So as an investment advisor and you're looking over the fence at DeFi and you're seeing what you can get at Voyager and you're looking at Celsius and you're looking at BlockFi and you're looking at Abra and you're looking at Compound and you're looking at Aave and all of these places if you are at all interested in serving clients and meeting their needs and looking across the space, which you are to do right as Hester Pierce said at consensus during the F.A. portion, be advisors, be who you are to be. Make decisions that are in the best interest of the client. So if I'm an advisor, the best interest of my client is to at least get conversant on some of this stuff and start to understand What is Circle doing? And how is what is this staking stuff that I see on Coinbase and and what is yield farming? And is there anywhere where I can just get a stable two, three percent? How are these things happening? Because clients are gonna ask and they're gonna want financial advisors to have an answer. So I think that's one inflection point where you have a trillion dollars plus of client cash just sitting getting meager yields while there's this burgeoning space where financial services are changing forever. And there is meaningful, meaningful yield, right? My, my mentor always sells yield sells, meaningful yield for clients to help them achieve their goals available, like accessible. So the second inflection point is this, you have a generation of Younger clients, right? And let's just say those that are 40 and younger, that are coming into their peak earning years, that have grown up with this as adults essentially, because they were 28 years old when crypto was released to the world, that are looking across the Bank of America's and the Charles Schwab's and all these other things and saying, okay, well, there's nothing there. And Goldman just put out a report there's $11.2 trillion in self-directed funds. Self-directed. $11 trillion. This is what the financial advisor of the future needs to compete with. A generation of investors that have managed their money from their phone by themselves in a click or swipe or push of a button can access a whole alternative financial universe which is cheaper, faster, and helps them achieve their goals Quicker. Now forget how you feel about the regulatory environment as far as investor protections and go and all that. But if I can pull out my pocket, my phone, and access six percent on my cash, and then I'm using a credit card and I'm getting rewards that goes right into that account and I can sweep that account into ten percent somewhere else while my cash is just sitting and I'm looking at the government print money and print money. And I have this memory of my parents. Being taken advantage of by banks, and the bank is giving me zero point nothing. It's a major inflection point right now going on in the space. This is what financial advisors have to battle against. When that 65 year old client walks in with their 40 year old kid and they're moving on and their goals are achieved, and that financial advisor has to stare across the table and try and convince. That 35-year-old, or that 40-year-old, or that 45-year-old to stay. You're fired. I don't care what it is. You could have built relationships. You could have done whatever else. They're going to pull out their phone and go, well, look at my personal capital. And then I have a BlockFi account. And then I do some other banking at Celsius. And then I'd use Abra for this. And then I'm, I'm staking at Coinbase when I want to. Right? I can just, you know, I use Venmo or Cash App. I just kind of, you know, folks, we split the bill. I buy some Bitcoin. I don't need you. Think about that. Fascinating times we're living in. And while we're talking about DeFi and decentralized finance, I mean, let's just keep it really basic. We'd both take an Uber. And I'm in my Uber and you're in an Uber and maybe we're going to the same place, maybe we're not. And then Uber gives me the option to split that bill. We can split the bill. $50, we split it. 25 25 right from we make it very easy. Link to your account. Right? That's kind of <laughs> the easiest explanation of DeFi that I can give: peer to peer Bitcoin, peer to pool, decentralized finance, pool banking, pool community, pool social network, pool finance. Where we are invested in an outcome, we are all here to split this bill. We are all here to get five percent on our money. We are all here to fund this new protocol a technology that is going to allow creators to sell NFTs and get yield in perpetuity, right? NFTs are digital annuities, and DeFi is kind of ushering in that wave right from my pocket. I pull out my pocket, this whole financial system, it's never been possible before. Never have to walk into a bank branch, never have to talk to a financial advisor. Don't have to wire funds (laughs) and pay these fees. I don't have to worry about ACH. Fascinating times that we are living in. As a financial advisor, the value of advice has never been higher. It's never been higher. If you are listening to this, you are an earshot of this podcast, the value of advice has never been more valuable than it is right now. The majority of people that can hang access to a financial advisor want advice they don't want your active management they don't want your little trinkets they don't want any of your investment management skills i need a plan i need advice what should i do with my nfts i have a 500% gain in bitcoin what do i do i'm a creator and now I have this income stream based on getting some success with NFTs. What should I do now? I have this account where I'm, I parked $100,000 of cash and I'm getting 6% somewhere. But I want to buy a home. What should I do? The value of advice, quality advice in a particular area to a particular demographic has never been higher. That's the inflection point here. Advisors that are conversant, that listen, learn, and lead. This is what I've been saying, the three L's. Listen, learn, and lead. The advisors to do that are the advisors that are going to win. The value of bespoke advice has never been higher because there is a whole universe, $11 trillion. Fidelity's saying they know that there's $11 trillion held away from them. Assets under authorization, as they call it. There's a whole universe that is happening away from you. That is a beautiful, elegant, quick experience that they are not going to give up. They are not going to move assets to you, but they will want you to see them. The power of an ACAT, that account transfer from that client's this account to you, I don't know. Those days are numbered. But the value of advice. Of helping a client achieve their financial goals, helping them understand their risk tolerance, helping them set a guideline with an investor policy statement, full-blown planning, life planning, behavioral coaching, never been higher. As the whole financial services space continues to get disintermediated and decentralized and decentralized exchanges and decentralized custody and decentralized finance, the value of advice continues to go up and has never been higher the value of a financial advisor has never been higher now it's counterintuitive as the space continues to be broken down to its very last compound shout out to krs1 boogie down productions if you can get the reference there is a destruction of the old guard right think of sword today franklin templeton Franklin Templeton, good old Franklin, is now hiring to start to take a look at this stuff. What is also interesting here is that the veiled garden that was the wirehouses they're in, they are looking at this all the way through. And the Merrill Edges and all of those that are engaging with younger clients are seeing a lift. Even your Charlie Schwabs. 60 million accounts at Coinbase, 22 million accounts at Robinhood. These folks are going to need advice. They're not going to need another indexed annuity or Bitcoin ETF. They don't need it, but they need advice. They need guidance. They need to understand the difference between variable yield versus a traditional stable yield. They're going to have to need to understand the difference between protocols and networks and the tax implications of bitcoin and eth what the irs says what are the tax implications of holding and selling how do i transfer these things estate planning what does it mean for my estate planning around nfts how does that work and if i have all this cash locked up in this protocol and something happens to me how does my next of kin get access to the million dollars i have locked in curve The value of advice, never been higher. Advisors have decentralized finance, decentralized custody, decentralized exchanges to thank for that. Worth thinking about. So as I end, I will tell financial advisors this. Be conversant. Listen, learn, and lead. You don't need to worry about right now the nuances of getting your clients into these different protocols and accessing this yield because there's, again, highly regulated market. That's why OnRamp is building what we're building. That's why I'm going to bring Keen back so we can really get into the risk and how they're getting this yield. It's important for you to understand. The most important thing is how do I prepare my practice? How do I prepare my conversations with clients to make sure that they know that I am the trusted advisor, no matter whether it's NFTs, Bitcoin, yield farming, staking, whatever the case may be? This is only going to increase. Technology has never gone in reverse. Now it is going faster forward than it ever has, but it also increases the value of advice. All right. Thank you guys for listening in. We will do a part two of this where I will bring back Akeen Sawyer, our chief innovation officer, so we can really get in to the weeds on DeFi. If you haven't already run to the page, like, share, subscribe, follow OnRamp, follow Coindesk. Again, Bitcoin for advisors. Sign up October 6th. Quite the lineup. I will see you guys on the next one. And again, it doesn't change. You made it this far. NoKidHungry.org. Go feed a hungry child. I appreciate you all. See you on the next one. You've been listening to On Purpose with host Tyrone Ross. This show is produced, announced, and edited by Michelle Mousseau with additional production support from Eleanor Paul. Our new theme song is Walk With Swag. Have any questions or comments? Send us an email at podcasts at or leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening.